The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with the season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore and this is Too Much To Say. Okay, so I got a little bit into this on last week's episode, but I'm kind of ready to just go on a rampage. Um, <laughs> fair warning. Um, so I posted on Instagram, and there was kind of this moment with songwriters that was kicked off by an artist named Chelsea Cutler. And I'm going to read you her post first, because this is what spawned me thinking about it and putting together the post I made. But um, this is what she said. She said, Honest thoughts. The music industry is confusing to navigate as an artist right now. It seems like so much music is being released and consumed so rapidly. Individual songs are catching on social media, but it feels like there's such a massive disconnect between listeners and artists that I haven't experienced before. Even as a consumer of music, I hear so many songs nowadays, particularly through TikTok, but something's missing. In the last year, I've only discovered a handful of artists I feel connected to and passionate about. Albums and comprehensive storytelling seem less relevant as attention spans are shorter. As an artist, I've struggled terribly the last year or so with how to adopt to the way the industry landscape has changed. I don't feel like a content creator. I feel like a musician and performer. Instagram and Twitter have always felt like a place to share pieces of my life at a level that feels comfortable and at a rate that feels manageable. With the way social media has evolved the last year, I don't know how to keep up with how insatiable our content culture has become. It feels exhausting to be constantly thinking of how to turn my daily life into quote-unquote content, especially knowing that I feel best mentally when I spend less time on my phone. It also feels exhausting to be told by everyone in the industry that this is the only effective way to market music right now. I've always loved my management team's approach of marketing my music slowly and sustainably, creating a long-term fan base that feels like a community. This rapid, cyclical culture that has emerged feels like a tornado. It's become easier and easier to compare yourself to others. I wouldn't trade my career for anyone else's or for anything else. I remind myself that as often as possible. And that was like, I mean, I, I... really couldn't have said it better myself, but I think that a really important thing, um, for you guys to know, and if you're musicians and you feel the same way, like 
these are the people who commented on it and said something like, I relate or I feel this deeply. Um, J.P. Sachs, Julia Michaels, Sasha Sloan, Olivia O'Brien, Black Bear, Fletcher, Marin Morris, Maisie Peters, Haley Kiyoko, Lolo, Adam Doliak, Jordy, Lauren Weintraub, Charlotte Sands, Daniel Bradbury, Taylor Acorn, you get the idea. Um, basically, all of your faves feel like this. And I read that post and I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, I'm not a content creator. I don't, I don't want to be a content creator. Why am I like living my life and spending my energy as if I'm a fucking TikToker? I'm not, I'm literally, I'm not just not a TikToker. Like I think it's a really great medium and I'm so thankful that I found so many fans and listeners for my music through it, but I can utilize it to promote my music without being a fucking TikToker, you know? <laughs> so this is what I posted kind of as a response, if not just like, um, continuation of the thought process. But I said, I had an epiphany that I'm not a content creator, nor did I ever want to be. I want to be a song creator. I'm so, so exhausted of being told that the only marketing strategy for my music is to make it go viral on TikTok. Can you tell me who sings a viral song or can you only sing the two lines in the pre-chorus that became a trend? Have you ever bought a shirt or gone to a concert for someone from one of those trends? How are we told this all the time, yet Taylor Swift went number one with a 10-minute long song that was nine years old? How many of these people are being nominated for Grammys? Or playing SNL. I'm being sold a career I don't want. I don't want to stare at my screen for hours a day when I could be reading, journaling, and living a life that's worth writing songs about. I'm fucking tired. I know I have to be willing to change strategies with the ever-evolving music industry, but I'm not going to chase a completely different career and be so tired by the end of making a TikTok that takes four hours to film and edit that I don't even want to write a song. I feel like artists have been backed into a corner and some of the shit we supposedly have to do is downright cringy. I'm going to go write a song now because, you know, that's what my fucking job is. Love you guys. Thanks for always being nice to me and coming to shows and helping me see past the proverbial suits of the music industry. You guys have anchored me to reality in a time where so much of our existence exists on our phones. And it's so funny to me because, like, my Instagram likes have been struggling. And then that one got, like, twice as many likes as any of my pictures have gotten recently, which is nice. It's reassuring. It's like, oh, wow, people like my brain. That's so nice. They don't just like bikini pictures. And maybe that's why my Instagram is struggling is because bikini season's over. But going to L.A. next week, so we'll see. We'll do a little social media experiment. I think I know how it's going to go. But it was um, it has like 200 and something comments, and it's all artists being like, holy shit. And like people are sharing it, and I was just like, felt so much less alone because of that because it's hard. And I, I felt like... I mean, I only have so much creative energy. Like, let's say I have like a well that's fed by a spring and the spring kind of comes and goes as it wants. But like the well does always eventually get full. But if I'm pulling from it every single fucking day, then I'm eventually going to run out. And it's like what I was talking on last week's podcast about, which is John Mayer and him saying like, if I'm tweeting, I'm not writing songs and whatnot. And it's because it uses the same part of your brain. So, I mean, I do this podcast every single week. And it requires a lot of creative energy and it requires like, I mean, I'm talking for 30 minutes straight, so sometimes 45 if I'm feeling frisky. And so it's, it's using my brain to create something that didn't exist before. And like, I know it's a podcast and I'm just talking to a microphone, but it still does use up part of the well of what I have to say that week. And so that's already time consuming, but it's worth it. And then songwriting is just basically sitting in a room, beating your head against a wall for five hours and then walking out with hopefully something you're proud of. And that is 
my favorite thing in the world. It's also really exhausting, especially if you're not getting a good song or you're writing with people who aren't a great creative fit. I love it, but it's exhausting. And then, you know, I have to do interviews, which is talking like in the same sense as a podcast and, and that uses part of my creative energy. And then, um, you know, I, God forbid, I, I feel emotional and I want to journal. Like I find that what struggles the most when I'm feeling like overwhelmed is I don't journal and I really need to be doing that because it's so fucking helpful to just write my thoughts and feelings down and to just not have to like write them so that people will hear them. It's just like absolute nonsense that makes me feel better by the end of writing it. And I just like, I get so tired and I don't want to journal. And I, so on top of like all of that and not to mention just like actual work, like writing and recording and, you know, um, stuff like that, um, doing my fucking taxes or helping my business manager with things that I am behind on like so bad so we can pay my taxes because I pay quarterly because it's easier if you're self-employed highly recommend doing that anyways but like there's like so much shit that goes into being an artist that people don't realize and so then on top of it out of nowhere have like becoming a full-time tiktoker on top of all of that it's like jesus I can't do this and um it's just, yeah, it's hard. And I already have a career. I already have something that I do. And it's just, it makes me, it makes me really tired. So I'll talk more about like what that process looks like, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I also feel like I feel like there's this phenomenon where the busier you talk about being, the like less people believe you and like truthfully, it's not until people see your actual schedule that they understand how busy you are. And there's a time period where my managers are kind of frustrated that I wasn't producing enough content and um you know, and they had pressure from the label and whatnot and there's, you know, pressure to follow up Amy and so they like felt like I wasn't doing enough. And I started to input in my calendar, like exactly what I was doing every minute of the day, because like, okay, my calendar said co-write. And then a show that night, what wasn't in the calendar is like, wake up, send my business manager, what were personal deposits and what were like business deposits and go through three months of like bank statements. And then, um, oh, I don't know, maybe try to go for a walk and like clear my head. And like I put that in the calendar and then there was um, talk to my father about schooling decisions for my little brother and sister on the phone for 45 minutes. And then there was um, uh, do a vocal at home before my right, go into my right, come home, do a like rehearse for the show that night and like you know spend like probably an hour practicing then there's an hour of doing my hair and makeup then I do the show then I go get drinks afterwards with somebody um like a business connection who came to the show and then I get home and it's 11 p.m and I'm tired because I've been working since eight in the morning and so they like saw it and they were like oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, guys, yeah. Just cause I put the show in for 7 PM to 8 PM. Like that doesn't mean that that's when my, ob- also a meet and greet. I mean, that takes like an hour. If you guys have ever been to a meet and greet, you know that I take the longest time talking to everybody. So like that already adds, and it's like, and I already sound ridiculous right now being like, I'm so busy because nobody wants to hear how busy you are. It's just, it. I don't know. It's like, but so they got some perspective seeing that. But they're like, well, why couldn't you just post a TikTok that day? And I'm like, because it takes so long. Like, I don't think anybody realizes how long it takes. Like, the editing process for TikTok is not very user-friendly. And, um, you know, you have to do the lyrics and, like, put on makeup and film it a certain amount of times until you get it right. And then you have to, like, crop it or, like edit in the song if you're doing one of those like weird lip synky videos that I have to do and like it's just it takes so long like the one that Sam had go viral my boyfriend Sam had go viral that we wrote together called fall down he spent probably six hours making that TikTok and so it's like it takes up your whole day 
And they're like, oh, like, yeah, I don't just like sit down. Like, it sounds so easy to just sit in front of a camera, but like, it's not. And you also have to post it at the right time of day. And like, it's just, it's, I don't, I don't want to be thinking about these things. I want to be thinking about what I have to say in a song and how I can put on the best show possible and be nice to everybody around me and get my business manager, my receipts for meals on tour on time. That's what I want. And, um, I totally understand that social media is a valuable strategy. Like I've literally, I I understand it. I do like it. I like it less and less as time goes on. Um, but I do enjoy it and I've, I've wanted to study it since I was younger. So like I've had a post or a video or something go viral on like pretty much every social media platform. So it started with a viral YouTube video um, when I was in high school, when I covered Friday by Rebecca Black. Then I had a viral Tumblr post on Taylor Swift Tumblr. (laughs) And then um, I've had like, you know, several viral tweets. Amy went viral on TikTok. Um, I've had some Facebook videos get like a ton of views. And um, what am I forgetting? Oh, Instagram. Like I've had like, you know, really big Instagram posts and whatnot. And so it's like, (sighs) well, actually my Instagram posts have been like that have gone viral have been screenshots of my tweets that have gone viral on like different meme accounts, which is hilarious. So like I understand social media. I know it's valuable. I know how many followers I get when one of those like happen. But I also don't think that I make I never make a more dedicated fan than I do at a show. And so like all of the all time low fans who saw me on tour and followed me and joined my discord, which if you guys want to join it, um, I'm going to put the link in the description, but it's just like a chat room where we can talk. And I like it so much more than social media. There's no pictures, like there's no notifications. I just go on and we just talk. And so I've really liked that, but the, it's a good way to tell if someone's like a super fan is if they're going to my discord and taking the time to like, want to talk about stuff. And, um, it's like those kind of fans I make because I meet in person. And like when I talk to people, there's so many that have seen me like tour with Leanne Rhymes or whatever. And, um, that it's just like, there's nothing more valuable than doing it the OG way. And we're trying so hard, but like of all the millions of people who saw Amy, like, I mean, the 3 million people who watched it, they didn't go like, I don't have 3 million streams on it on Spotify. So it's like how invested were they actually? Because like, I'm such a passive consumer of music. Like, I mean, there's like plenty of songs I listen to on TikTok all the time. I don't know if I've ever actually listened to the full Doja Cat song that's like viral right now. Like, I don't think I've ever actually listened to it, but I hear it all the time. It took me forever to go listen to Happier Than Ever, the Billie Eilish song, because um, I'd heard it so much on TikTok. And it's just like, it's not like a bad thing that anybody, like, that everybody isn't going to like stream my song, but it's just like a point that like, okay, well, how many millions of streams on TikTok matter if you're not getting them on Spotify and like, Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. 
We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And it's just like numbers, and I hate numbers so much. They make my head hurt. And I'm just not good at them because I'm a writer. I'm a fucking artist, and I'm not supposed to be good at numbers. Like, I mean, if you're good at both, I highly applaud you. But, like, I just am, like, really mathematically challenged. And so having to dive into that and have that become a huge component of my job, it's just so alarming. And so seeing that happen literally overnight and be expected to be Tanamon Jow Manju and like post on TikTok every single day. I'm like, ah, guys, I can't do it. And I sound lazy not being able to do it, but it's also like my job is weird. I have to pull shit out of thin air and make it into something that people relate to. And like, that's a weird job. So there's weird things that go into it. Like, brain power and just I mean I'm doing a horrible job explaining it and maybe it's because I've written so many songs this week that I'm like (laughs) running on empty but um songwriting's the one thing that I feel like I can 
like I go through phases and it's almost always in January or February. And, um, my publisher and I decided to like (laughs) capture that by me going to LA. So I leave this week and I'll be gone for a month and just be able to like immerse myself in writing. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm going to be, I have like a show while I'm out there. Um, February 4th at hotel cafe. If you guys live in the Los Angeles area and you want to come, um, it's with Sam Varga and Callie Rohde, so that will be very, very fun. But, like, I have that show, and then I'll have probably a couple meetings. But other than that, it's just writing songs, like, sometimes twice a day. So I will be writing for, like, nine hours every day. And I'm very, very, very excited about that. Um, but you have to kind of, yeah, you have to kind of protect your spark and protect your your creative output and be discerning over what's worth it and what isn't. Like, because if I write a bunch of songs I hate and then I have a huge write with an artist that could you know cut it and have it be a game changer for me I've wasted that on all these like other rights that are just not worth it like we're not getting anything good nobody's going to cut the song I'm not going to cut the song like it just goes to the song graveyard and so ugh, it's um it's an interesting and difficult process but if you guys are artists and feel exhausted by content culture or if if you're a musician and you're feeling overwhelmed by content culture and the pressure to create or if you're a fan and you're watching your favorite artists do weird things online because they're told to by their label like it's very apparent when I'm doing something I don't necessarily want to be doing it's very apparent and um I am just going to take a new approach to social media and I'm going to protect my spark I'm going to post on there but I'm only going to post when I feel like I'm doing something genuine I'm not going to post when I feel like I have to and um I'm just going to abandon the thought that I'm a content creator or an influencer because I'm not although I did get a free mattress in bed from Nectar because I posted about it which was really really nice it's also a great bed um (laughs) and um so yeah like I'm going to do I've done the influencer stuff it's really nice to be able to take advantage of that because I couldn't afford a new bed so that was great um but I don't want to do that full time. I want to write songs. So um, thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate it. That's just a little peek behind the scenes of what stresses me out on a daily basis. And um, thank you so much. Next week's episode will be coming to you from Los Angeles. Can't wait. I'll see you guys then. I'm Kayla Shore, and this is Too Much To Say. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care and we'll see you there. 
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.